0: It's time to unleash the expert. What is he an expert on? Relationships, sex, spirituality, and rediscovering yourself beyond the trauma. Get ready to unleash more purpose, passion, and pleasure in your life. Here's the expert himself, Mr. Brandon Patrick. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Brandon Patrick Show. Um, I have a big announcement that I'm really excited about. So I'm starting a couple of groups, and these groups are really special groups. Um, I'll be running these groups, and they are groups about real deep healing. And I'm going to start a men's group, and I'm starting a women's group, probably in October. And there's limited space. Uh, I imagine they'll sell out, and I'll have a wait list for them. So the sooner you can um, fill out an application, the better. If you want to fill out an application, you go to thebrannonpatrickshow.com and go to the Healing Journey experience. Uh, just click on that uh, tab there. And I can also put the links for the application in the show notes of this show. So uh, this group is amazing. We It's more... It's more than any other group that I've run. It's about intense healing. Um, It takes you through a process of experience and um, really connects you to the people in your group. So if you're struggling with addictions, depression, just relationships, you want something different in your life, this group will get you results of things that you want different in your life. And um, I'm excited for it. Um, it's going to push you. It's going to push you hard. And so I want motivated people. I don't want people who are doing it for somebody else or um want to just pay for the group and expect me to fix them. Uh, I want people who actually really truly want to do the work to go through a process of, of shifting and creating something different in your life. And um, I will walk you through it, but I can't do the work for you. So, uh, if you're interested, go check out the page, get more information. Again, it's thebrannonpatrickshow.com. All right, today's topic. Um, Today's topic is, I think, very, very important. And it's not very talked about. And um, I, I think it's one of those things where it's wreaking a lot of havoc and causing a lot of problems but a lot of people don't realize that it is and it's kind of uh it's kind of this thing that that is unconscious almost on a macro level and i want to bring it up into the conscious consciousness and actually try to talk about it so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best to articulate the issue and to really help you understand it so that you can see it. And it might push some of the beliefs that you have and challenge some some things that, that you believe. And um, I speak about this from, from my years of experience uh, treating sex addiction in um, pretty religious, rigid culture. So um, it's just really interesting, really fascinating the way this develops. So I believe, in fact, I would go as far to say that I know that um, in order to recover from a sexual addiction, somebody needs to learn how to be sex positive and um, sexual, they, they need to learn sexual self-acceptance. And I talk about this all the time, and, um, but, but I really want to talk about why why it's so critical and so important. And in order f- in order for us to understand why it's so important, I think we need to understand w- why it causes so many problems. So, I'm going to kind of walk you through what I've seen and what what I've just seen and experienced with my clients uh, so you can understand this issue. Um so shame and sexuality um uh, can kind of really tie themselves together uh sh- your sexuality is so vulnerable it's probably the most vulnerable if not close to the most vulnerable thing about you um maybe your spirituality and your emotions those are pretty vulnerable too but your sexuality is a pretty uh you know sacred personal thing. So, what happens when when we're young, uh, we are developing. We're going through development. And as we develop, we start to experience some wounding. And all of us do. Um, Whether it's intense trauma, whether it's minimal trauma, we all experience some level of wounding. Now, during that wounding phase of development, when we start to lose sight of who we really truly are, um, and we start to form these faulty core beliefs and start to interpret the world a certain way according to the experiences that we're having, um, during that time, uh, our sexual development is also taking place. So, what I see oftentimes is there's trauma maybe mom or dad's an alcoholic, uh, maybe mom or dad have created just a, a too rigid family system that you, you're never seen, you're never understood or empathized with, um, any kind of wounding, okay? As that wounding's taking place, the sexual development is taking place as well. And as a child starts to try to figure out who they are in this world, they start to experience sexuality and there's a, a just a natural part of them that really really likes it and it it's uh well it's stimulating it's enticing it's exciting um it's it's naughty in a way and it's new and there's this thing in about me inside of me that I, you know, I definitely can't deny that it's there. It's there. Um, so as the family system is kind of breaking down, there's wounding happening. There's some trauma going on. Um, you find sexuality, and you start to think, well, I'm already feeling like I'm not loved as I am. I've experienced some abandonment. I've experienced some rejection. Now, I'm starting to experience some of these sexual things and I feel naughty. I feel disgusting. I feel broken. I feel like I need to hide this sexual stuff from others because they'll get mad at me or they won't love me as I am. Um, This is kind of weird and yucky and strange and, you know, who who has these feelings and these things happening in their body. And I don't want to go open up, just like totally open up, especially in a system that's not very safe for me. And so the the sexual development persists anyways. You can't shut it down just because you feel these feelings of weirdness or uncomfortableness around your sexuality. It's still developing and you hit puberty, you get a little bit older and Sex is a very important part of who you are. You can't take it out of you. It's there. But if you, at a young age, interpret that sexuality as evidence that you're somehow unlovable, broken, disgusting, perverted, wrong, not okay, then your sexuality is just evidence of those things and it drives that home. So, you know, my generation there was no internet until I was about 17 then there was internet. So, there was no like real easy access to porn until I was 17 then all of a sudden it was everywhere. And so my my generation as my friends and myself and my brothers and everybody is developing, you know, all of a sudden, boom, there's just like access to sexuality and explicit stuff. Available. In the meantime, from the religious standpoint, it was being driven into your head that that's bad, that's bad, that's bad, don't do that, that's not okay. So if I experienced some wounding as a young child, feeling like, golly, I'm not good enough, mom and dad don't really love me, or I'm not that important, or you know, dad abandoned me when I was five and married another woman and left me, and whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, I'm experiencing this rush of dopamine from all this sexually explicit content all around me. Being told that it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, you're not okay. I already feel like I'm not loved. I'm not okay because of the wounds that I've experienced. And now there's just proof of that. And the reality is, is if you remove the shame from it, and you look at it just from a development standpoint, you can see all. As, as an adolescent um, experiencing sexuality in that way, um, it's fairly normal, um, but not inside of that adolescent, especially in those type of systems. And it leads to two beliefs that I believe really cause problems and wreak havoc on healthy relationships. And one of the beliefs is nobody will love me as I am. So if I really told them everything about me and who I am and what I'm going through and my, you know, how the feelings I'm having about sex, um, I'm just not going to show anybody that I'm just gonna, I'm just not going to do that, which leads to the next belief, which is I must hide and manipulate in order to be accepted. So, you know, my, (laughs) My typical intake is like a mid 30s, you know, couple coming in, and he's just destroyed the relationship. Trust is out the window, and he's hidden things. He's gaslit her. He's manipulated for years and years and years because he's avoiding her seeing that belief that he has about himself that he's not lovable as he is. So he does everything he can to keep her far enough away. From actually seeing who he is, um, if you understand arousal template, it's really fascinating. We all have our unique sexual desires and fantasies and things that in like are enticing to us. We all do, and so if arousal template development is happening uh, throughout our life, actually, but really as a child and as an adolescent, mixed with faulty core beliefs about who you are, then you start to mix in what's on my arousal template and who I am are bad. They're bad. And therein lies the seeds of the attachment disorders. On top of all of that, When you feel unloved, when you feel like you have to hide and you're feeling shame and you're feeling bad about yourself, guess what gives you a great break from that? Acting out sexually. For a split second, for a moment, all of that goes away and you you just feel release. You feel good. You feel some ecstasy. And it's just a break from all of those terrible feelings that that you're having about yourself and living in the dark the way that you are. And so, so you're, you're driven to go, we call it act out. You're driven to go act out on in order to avoid those feelings of shame. But after you do the acting out, along comes the shame again that says, oh my goodness, look what you just did. And the cycle goes on and on and on and on. So, um, if you're raised in a culture where they don't teach about healthy sexuality, sexual self-acceptance, healthy sexual development, honoring and accepting that beautiful part of being a human… Then let's say it's just never talked about sexuality. So you experience the wounding. Sexuality is never talked about. Your sexuality is still going to happen. That's going to be inside of you. The fantasies will come up. The things will happen inside of you. And if it's never talked about and you don't have any space to talk about it, the message is there that we don't talk about that we hide so on a macro level we do that and then it it trickles down to the individual the only way that you really know you're lovable is by taking a chance you have to be vulnerable you have to put yourself out there if you if you manipulate and hide and try to try to get others to love you and accept you by by manipulating them that you'll never ever actually experience real love. And 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 I've seen people do this for years and years and years. I I want you. I want a relationship with you, but I don't want you to see me fully. So, I want I want your support. I want I want your connection, but I but I'm not going to be vulnerable enough to actually connect, to actually allow you to connect to the real me, because my shame is too much. And um, when there's stories and beliefs, faulty core beliefs around sexuality, and just just in general, um, that's what causes that. And so when I when I say that sexual self acceptance is is absolutely imperative for recovery from sexual addiction. When we talk about recovery, I, I, I talk all the time about like, you just know when someone's in recovery. And I think one of the, the main things that you start to experience with them is that they are a vulnerable, honest, authentic human being. And a vulnerable, honest, authentic human being is one that can admit that they have sexuality that they have their own unique arousal template. Now, accepting your sexuality doesn't mean that you're going to go act on all the things that are inside of you, and and it. This is one thing that just drives me insane. Is there's there's this fear mongering belief that says, "Well, I need to I need to spend my life rejecting myself in order to stay safe." That's bullshit. And it drives me nuts because what it what it says is like, no, 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 no. Stay with the old, like, if 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 you're experiencing shame, then you need to use some shame to continue to keep yourself safe. The shame is causing the problems. The shame is causing the the deviant acting out. So let's remove the shame, replace that with self-acceptance, and then have the agency to choose what we actually want to step into in our lives or not. And the fear-mongering belief is, well, if you just go to self-acceptance, then you'll just go off the rails. And that to me is somebody who doesn't understand healthy sexuality. Because I have a thought or a trigger or I'm aroused by something doesn't mean I have to go run over and immediately start humping it. And I know I say that bluntly, but it drives me crazy because you can just stop and say, oh, interesting. Hmm. What does that say about me? I was aroused by that or I triggered by that or I noticed that. Huh. Now, do I want to pursue that? Do I not want to pursue that? Well, it, it entices me, but I definitely don't want the consequences of going down that road. So I accept that I definitely have those triggers and have that arousal. That's a beautiful part of who I am, and I'm going to choose not to go act upon it. That's that's healthy. But just applying rejection and shame in order to not go do that thing, you're more likely to go do that thing. You're just going to hang out in the dark for a while, hide, Beat yourself up, experience the shame, and then eventually control and release. But boom, you're going to go act out. And this is where I get really tired of religiosity and things coming in and saying, just control yourself. Let's start with accept yourself. Let's start with love yourself. You know what? In order to control yourself, you got to know yourself. You have to know you in order to really choose to control. The radical acceptance of self leads to honesty. It leads to being empowered. It leads to agency. Which then, when you're honest and you're empowered... You're living in the light. It leads to being a trustworthy person, which ultimately leads to being able to create intimacy in your life, which ultimately leads to being able to feel connected, connected to God, self, and others. And ultimately, that's what addiction is, is somebody is searching for that connection, but they're trying to get it in a non-vulnerable way. They're trying to get it not by stepping into the light and being and being seen. Like I said earlier, the only way we know we're lovable is by taking the chance. It drives me crazy when people go to therapy programs and they are taught how to further reject themselves in order to be in recovery. Let's teach you how to hide even more, live in the dark, pretend, comply, go through the motions, fake it in order to say, show you that I'm in recovery. That's not recovery. That compliance will never be recovery because what you're doing is you're, you've already learned how to like keep keep it in a box and pretend like it's in a box. Then you go to a recovery program. They're like, well, let's give you this other box that you can try to really put it in and pretend like that's what you are. Doesn't work. The only thing that works is letting go, opening up, being honest, loving yourself, um, accepting yourself. Your arousal template and who you are as a sexual being is beautiful. And it's the way that it is for a reason. And you can have that arousal template and you can still live in the world that we live in and not become a criminal. (laughs) You can have that arousal template and you can still live in the world that we live in and not be addicted to sex. Accepting who you are as a sexual being provide some relief and what you realize is i can be me fully 100% me and i'm still lovable i can have this fetish i can have this fantasy i can i can have this feeling and i can own it and i can see it and i can acknowledge it and i still am lovable that is so powerful because it undoes all of the early shame and all of the early stories that you experienced when you were when 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 you thought nobody will love me as i am i must hide in order to be loved i'm passionate about this because i've just uh, well you guys know why i've i've been in this arena for so long um, And, uh, you know, this can be really uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable for partners. Like, hey, the, the pathway to healing and creating trust in your marriage is by owning your sexuality and being honest about who you are. Oh, yikes. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean he's going to go out and have sex with, uh, you know, all kinds of people? Yeah, it's scary. You got to take that risk, though. If you want real recovery, the risk is to accept yourself love yourself first and foremost and as the part and, and for the partner i would hope that you can take a step back and say you know what i want real recovery whatever it is i want to know i want to accept and see who you are i don't want to live in a space of you know pretending like something's not there when it is i want to know I want to see the real you. And then I can decide whether I'll be with the real you or not. But I want to know. So rather than you pretending in order for me to stay around, let's just do this. In order for me to love you, you've got to take that chance. All right, you guys, thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful. I hope this makes sense. Um, and I, I hope I can be a voice of a a different voice, a voice that is all about freedom. It's all about authenticity. It's all about being able to be you and finding that peace and that love and that confidence and that femininity and masculinity inside of you. That's so beautiful. God created a miracle when God created you. And it doesn't matter the wounds that you've had or the things that you've experienced that have told you that you must hide, that you're no, not lovable as you are. That's Those are lies. Because you are loved. You are beautiful and you are okay as you are. See you guys.